right. <laughs> got my margarita. Ready and fair. You got a margarita popping right now. Hell yeah. Love took, it. Took, took two shots before oh, I came in. Let's fucking go. I got tequila in my coffee cup. We lit. <laughs> let's Man. go. Yeah. First of all, thank you guys for tuning in to this. I think this is so awesome. I hope that we get to do more. Um, me and Tiff were talking um, like 10, 15 minutes ago about what we can cover. Obviously, the conversation is going to take many turns, um, but we wanted to kind of open it up with, let me pull up all my little notes on this too. Sorry, I'm such a little CEO in this bitch. <laughs> be, be the CEO. Make, we keep following know, you, babe. Right? Keep following you. Drive. <laughs> Wait, Tiff, what was the first question? My shit is fucked up. What's one of your favorite things about being in love? Hmm. I, I let the ladies go first. I know mine. I would say having a best friend and having consistency once you get to that point, because just because you're in love doesn't mean you're going to have that consistency, which I'm sure we've all um, dealt with. And I definitely have dealt with that recently. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just having that, having that best friend, you know, um, right. that's definitely number one for me. <clears throat> Let's see here. Hmm. Favorite part about being in love. My wife. I would say Vivian is my favorite part about being in love. There's kind of I've never met anybody like her. I've never met anybody that saw me and I mean really sees me and understands me hmm. like her. Um, wait, Bridget, you got anything? I was letting the ladies go first before I decided. <laughs> I want to hear from the husbands, okay? Just give, yeah, all, right. give all the ladies, give all the ladies, give all the ladies in the chat something to look uh, forward to, please. Um, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I would say being in love is my best part of about being in love, like being able to find, being able to find love, because uh, I know for some people it's hard, and some people have a difficulty in not knowing what it, you know, what love really looks like. So I think. Uh, being able to find it is is uh, the best thing about being in it is being able to find it. That's what I. Y'all ain't writers. Let's go. I was, <laughs> I was about to say the same <laughs> thing. Yes. Go to. Go to. My favorite thing about love is honestly kind of selfish. I feel fucked up for saying this, but it's inspiring. It always and and I know I'm creative, and so it inspires my work. But it inspires me to do all kind of shit, <laughs> like not just like music it'll inspire me to paint my house or to i don't know like it just it's inspiring take like care it, of yourself yeah it just like right just like forward movement it like creates motion for me. Mm -hmm. mm. i think my favorite part about being in love is the possibilities of of finding things to look forward to in life are endless right like when you're in love with somebody the way that you see everything changes how you view everything in your life changes i love that that's my favorite part i think i have i love love and so i think i have an endless optimism and attachment to the the hope that things can just only can just keep getting better you know what i'm saying like they just keep getting better when you're in love when you're in love with someone i feel like you get to see the best in everything in your life it brings everything to life in that way right like the person that you're in love with obviously 
should be a reflection of yourself. But more importantly than that, they also shine like this incredible light on everything else in your life and make it seem like everything is okay, which I love. That to me is just like, it brings, it, I mean, it makes, it, it, it brings more meaning to life to be in love. That just made me happy as fuck. Damn. <laughs> um, question. Or Tiff, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, how many times have you been in love? Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. Yeah. Yep. Great minds think alike. Once. Once. Oh, come on. What? Come on. Y'all, y'all's, y'all's wives are tuned in. That's not fair. Have That's some bullshit. Other women you love them, have you told other women you love them, though? Of course. I have said I love you to one other woman. Mm. Wow. I've and- lost. And my, my brother, I'm looking at my brother. He's over here. Greg Smith. <laughs> he loves up. Greg can attest to this. I have lost a bunch a bunch of girlfriends because I refuse to say it because I think wow. I think people take it take the word love way too lightly. Woo. I mean I don't I, I don't think love is a feeling. I feel like love is a is a choice. Love is a decision. Mm. You know what I mean? If love is a feeling and it's just built on or based on what I'm feeling, you know what I mean? When I get this new jag and you go wreck it and I'm pissed at you, nigga, I'm we're not in love no more. like love is love is like what am I trying to say it's a lot like I heard somebody say earlier something about it makes me feel a certain way and I can do certain things and like that's amazing but the thing is you you got to be in love when that feeling is not there love is discipline also like Love is when you get that, you know, that call. And again, my brother's been there. Or when you're in the studio and you're working with somebody and they like, yo, what's what's up? Maybe we could just write quick. And like, nah, don't worry. Your wife won't know. Nigga, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's enough. So for me, it's, it's, I'm real funny with the word love. The only other person I said it to, I legitimately thought I was going to marry as well. Mm. like and that's that's it what made the difference that's one Mm. of our questions too was what made the difference difference with what exactly what made you rise to the occasion with vivian versus the oh oh, that's easy like with with me like viv is the most amazing thing that's ever fucking happened to me be be clear about that and i love being married but i am not but I'm, I'm fully aware that I love being married because I'm married to Vivian because I love being single. <laughs> like, I love being single. Yes. So for me, dating, dating was always super easy because the reality for me is, always was, nigga, you ain't forever. Like, you ain't my forever. So the second that this isn't fun, mm, nigga, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. So I never had a problem. <laughs> like I never I felt like I never had a problem in data. And because I also believe in like just keeping shit 100. But with Viv, you know, I remember I remember the moment I was at the studio working and my wife and I have been married probably as long as some of you people have been or at least have been together. 
as long as some of the niggas listening to this have been alive. Um, <laughs> you niggas. Like, like and, hey, uh, honey. And, and with that, you know what I mean? We've argued, we've had, we've had three, maybe four fights in the 20 mm-hmm. years we've been together. Wow. wow. Um, and it was always, the fights were always about the exact same thing. And that is, I'm kind of an all or nothing person. So in the beginning of our relationship specifically, my career was all, was doing great or my personal was doing great. I didn't understand how to balance at all. You know what I mean? So, you know, Viv kind of jumped on me about, you know, you're not here for me. And I was like, nigga, I'm trying to work. Like it's, as a dude, it's not the same as it is for you. I have to go work. I have to make this happen. Cause if I don't make it happen, you know, ain't nobody going to take care of me. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally sink or swim. Right. And Can we I got in a huge fight. We got in a huge fight. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, I get all that, but I'm a woman and I need a man here sometimes. And it's going to be yours, not booking. So you need to figure that out. And I was like, look, man, we'll do this later. I got to go to work. <laughs> and, um, and I messed around and went to a session. I was in session with an artist and she pulled up at the studio. Let's go, I'm in session and somebody comes in the room and goes, JQ, I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. There's somebody out here that says they need to speak to you. I'm and good I for said, a pull oh, up. Okay, bet. And I go out there and it's Viv and she's carrying on the argument. And I was like, step outside. And we went outside and I was like, nigga, do I ever roll up on you at work? <laughs> no. I said, so, so pause this and we'll deal with this shit when I get back home. And she said, well, maybe I won't be home when you get home. Mm. And I said, nigga, bounce it. <laughs> nigga, and bounce she said, it. And she said, bet. And got in the car and started to drive away. And I felt a pain in my stomach that I had never felt before. I became physically ill <gasps> at the thought of her leaving. And I remember thinking, oh, shit. I had to run after this and car. And I ran back in front of the car and went, why are you, why are you doing this? Oh, shit. Give me a couple of minutes. I mean, and I, and I legit cried for like a split second and said, yo, just when I get home, when I get home, we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh-huh. And that's when I knew she was different. That's when I knew she was different and I couldn't handle that shit the way that I'd handled everything before. It's kind of yeah. a right. paradigm shift for me. Everything changed. Absolutely. Damn. How many times have, have the rest of you guys been uh, in love? Three. I've been in love three times. The first time was like, it was like that young that young early 20s life altering like before I met that boyfriend I was like I'm never getting married I'm never having kids I'm cool I don't want no parts mm-hmm. um and that was like he was the game changer he was like oh my god we can get we can get a dog and we can live together and this is gonna be great it was all that very very quickly and then that relationship fell apart because that was when everything for me career-wise took off and I think for most people in the music industry, that ends up being the case um, yeah. where there's always that imbalance. Something something happens to tip the scale, right? Like all yeah. of us, the personal life is like going smooth. 
And then all of a sudden, personal life vehicle gets two flat tires and a broken windshield and career vehicle is like, oh, look, bitch, we got wings. We out of here. Like, right. all of a sudden, career is, career is taking off. You in a plane and you got to leave the other, the, other, the other stuff behind. And that, that's what happened the first time I was in love. The second time I was in love um, was the love that made me want to be better. Mm. That, was, that, was the, that was the second time I fell in love where I thought, damn, I really, uh, I really need to make some adjustments in order for this to work or in order for, you know, in order for this to make sense. And it flowed. It flowed. And that was the thing that I loved the most about that was that in the beginning, it really flowed. And it took a long time to like, you know, the plateau. But the third time, the third time for me was like, I don't think it was the right kind of love. Mm. Because it was it was reckless and irrational and didn't bring out. um, It brought out the best of me in the beginning. And then I realized like halfway through that the majority of the things that I loved about the relationship, all the commonalities were all of our character flaws. Mm. So the meeting points for us were always moments of weakness or moments of insecurity or moments of fear or all of the things that all of the the meeting places where we would sit down and be like, okay, cool, let's figure out what we're doing. We're always coming from a place of insecurity or possessiveness or jealousy or um, inadequacy. And I feel like that, that was when I was kind of like, all right, this is not probably not the right situation for me. Yeah. Piggyback to piggyback off of, off of Bridget. I'm, I'm the same. Like the first one was like, you know, puppy love. It was like the, I don't, I mean, this is like my first girlfriend, so I really don't know what, like, I just knew I was feeling something. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I would say my, the real, the realest love that I've had is the situation that I'm in now. I think that that's, is everybody still there? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. I feel like it was stuck. Uh, yeah, it's, the, it's probably the realest love. I mean, I, see, the thing is, is that it's the difference between having love for people and being in love with people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I agree. Mm. And my, and I'm in love with my wife, but I've had love for other females mm. to see at least w- what this could be or where this could go, just to at least give people a, a fair shot to, you know what I'm saying, I guess uh, uh, at least to get the chance to see like if this is a real thing and it just ended up not being it. Like my longest relationship before my wife was like eight months. Yeah, and me and my wow. wife have been together for 14 years. Let's go. Yeah. Five years and five years, May 29th, we'll be married. Five years. Wow. So. Congratulations, bro. Yeah, that's major. Yeah. That's major, Hugh. Absolutely. Hey, Yanni's yeah. in the building. Oh, I want to. Yanni! Yanni! <laughs> Join us, Yan. Yanni, how many times have you been in love? Oh, what is up with your internet? Like, you in the studio? Nigga, it's over. Nigga, like two minute time. <laughs> like, 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 it's internet. over with your internet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all those, it's all those then, lights taking out the, the lights running know, on the Wi Fi. <laughs> talk too much about this anymore. You say it's over. <laughs> he said it's over. He said it's over. Text me, Yanni. I'll speak for you. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking funny. Um, I'll go real quick. I've been in love twice. First time was 19 and homeboy was 31. He lied to me and told me he was 27. And he was also living in his car, which I found out three months into it. And by that point, it was too late. 
I was totally, it was the first time I had felt anything like that before. Actually, like some of my songs are still about this nigga, even though I do not have those feelings anymore. But it's like, you know how to tap into that, that time when you had that Hell yeah. intense of an emotion, right? Yeah. I fell in love with this dude in February of last year. And we dated until about October of last year. So it was very short. It was what, eight, nine months we were together. Um, I broke up with him because his communication wasn't there. And that was my deal breaker. Like communication mm -hmm. is number one. I'm 28. I'm at the point where whoever I'm with now is potentially <clears throat> going to be hopefully the person that I'm with long-term. You know what I'm saying? I do want kids. I do want a family. And I made the very, very hard decision to end it. The problem was that, like I said, I was in love with this nigga and I still am, but I broke up with him and I started to regret it, even though mm. the communication was bad. And then I had to look at myself like, yo, what in you want, what in you makes you still want that? What, what was bad? What was so bad about the communication? Ghosting at night. Okay. <laughs> and Bridget's like, eh, eh. Nope. <laughs> Ghosting at night. And then late next day, the most wild excuses my phone dropped in the toilet my phone got da -da -da. okay i'm sorry no 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 i am i am a reformed foul nigga and i'm telling you firsthand reformed foul nigga reformed come a long way i was bathed i was bathed i was bathed i was bathed in the water i was bathed in the i was i'm i've been cleansed by the blood of the lamb and i just want to let you know Wait, I'm pissed someone emotion. named Corona D virus trying to join this right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to rebuke that spirit. Thanks. Yeah, oh, my God. But just to wrap up real quick. Um, so I'm in this period. It, you know, it's been six months. Like, the really painful parts of it are gone. I tried it again for some weird reason. And then he was distant. Because, you know, the, the power switches, even though the woman, in my eyes, is always in power. No fucking time. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> absolutely not true. We can okay. talk about That's that a little bit later, though. Hold on, let me yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah. Johnny's back. <laughs> I'm telling he you, turned, I'm right always in power, and apparently my ego's crazy, which is what he was telling me. So, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> just to wrap it up, I'm in this period now. I'm reflecting on that relationship, and something Tiff shared with me a, a couple days ago was something she posted on her story too. Was you're not starting from scratch now; you're starting from experience. So mm -hmm. I am a thousand percent mm. grateful for that nine month relationship because in a few months or in a year from now, I'm going to look back at that and it was going to be, it's going to be a blip. It's going to be an absolute blip, you know? <coughs> right. um, and I have so much experience now from it that I draw from in all my last two EPs that I put out this year about that nigga. So we good. <laughs> Man, Make good. me money now, boo. Right. <laughs> Tiff, come on, this love. What's going on, Tiff? Come on, Tiff. <laughs> um, I have been in love twice. Once in my twenties, like I was like twenty-five, and that was like I feel like my first like real true love, and like my first like really big heartbreak. Mm. Like I. That was like, it was like one of those like heartbreaks where you're just like, I can't eat, I can't sleep, I can't. Like, I just could not, I could not see a version of my life where 
it did not hurt as bad as it did every fucking day that I woke up. I just was like, fuck, again. Every song I wrote was sad. It was all ballads. It was just, I was in a season. It sucked. It was all Did you say a season to suck? It just not. (laughs) No, it just sucked. It really, it didn't feel good. I felt really sad, but um, there was that relationship. And then there was another one. My second love was really dysfunctional. and like Mickey said, with like the whole concept of like what in me is attracting this, I think my last love taught me that I wasn't where I thought I was. Mm. Like, you know, I think in this business, we like it's all about status and what it looks like. And so I think sometimes we get caught up in the way that our lives look. And my life was looking a lot more together than, and at least it was together, but in that department, it was not together. That was the one spot that really reflected all the other shit I needed to work on. Um, And so, yeah, so I had two loves, both taught me a lot of shit that I, uh, don't want and so now I'm excited because now I, it's just like refined it's like I feel like every relationship you you learn something else that you <laughs> don't fuck with and you're like all right now I know to look for that when that you know flag raises you're like oh I know what that is that doesn't really work for me and I already know from my research <laughs> right um, <laughs> from my research I think it's The part that's hard, though, too, I think for women especially, is that we will we will quantify how deep a love is based on the heartbreak. Mm -hmm. Like. That's that's how I that's how I rank. That's how I rank my love, especially as a creative, too, because it's like 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 Tip said, there's a season of ballads. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like if you if you in a love that you you motivates you, it's like Beyonce dangerously in love. If not, then it's you know, what I'm how the hell does this work? Oh God! The hell! Oh my, oh my God! God. <laughs> I've never seen something not work. There we go. <laughs> oh, Did look you at Rockstar. You yeah, look great. Did. Look at you in all your glory. <laughs> what is going? Oh, you niggas can see it. like yes. Oh, shit. Here we go. Hold on, you niggas can see me right now. Yeah, I love I'm, you. All. I have. I'm Rockstar, but I'm coming back. Men. And do you believe what he's saying or do you believe what he's doing? That's the one I want to start with. Go ahead. Okay, so I have been in several situationships. And it'll be a guy who's like, I'm not ready for that. You know, let's take our time. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not looking for nothing serious, whatever. But then we're doing all kind of serious shit. Like, Mm -hmm. I met his mom. He came to meet my family or he helping me do my taxes. You know what I'm saying? Like he cares about, he cares about my, my physical therapy appointment. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think, um, I don't know. My grandma always said when a man tells you who he is, believe him. Right. And so I, I don't know. I when get, he tells you or when he shows you. 
No, what he, it, when someone tells you who they are, believe them. No, I don't believe it. Well, so okay. it, I'm saying, all right, wait, what's up, JQ? Okay, no, I agree. I think you got to listen. You got to stop listening to what a nigga say and listen to what a nigga do. That's what I'm mm. saying. Really? That's where the truth, that's that's where the truth is. Then I'm yeah. confused. What? <laughs> JQ Bro. also writes hit records. <laughs> so that nigga finna be poetic as shit. That was crazy. If it's a guy who's like, yo, I'm not, I'm, this is not what I want, even though he's doing, I want this type shit. He's how, playing with you. Literally, that's my fuck. Let's go back to what, <coughs> like, earlier, the, what my homie said. Who's talking? The shit, no, go ahead. Jackie, go. The shit gets difficult for dudes sometimes, and it's one of the reasons, and I'm not making excuses for any of us, but it's one of the reasons that dudes lie so much. Like, we, like, we're told to just tell the truth. Just tell the truth. All I want you to do is be honest. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, you that may be what you want. But the other 95 to 99% of the girls that I've dealt with don't want that. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, nigga, fire's hot. That's all I know. That's all I know. So if I've touched this flame four times, 14 times and burn myself, and you saying, nah, you can touch me I'm not going to get burned. I'm not going to believe you. I'm going to say everything I feel like I need so to say to get what I want. Here? So what are you doing here? If you're still scared to touch fire. <laughs> that nigga went crazy. I'm just, te- I'm just telling you that is the reality. Like, here's, here's, here's the, the, the basic issue with, with men and women. Like, summed up real easily. A man, for, for a dude to look at you and tell you, Look, I just want it to be me and you. Let's not fuck with nobody else. You have to understand all he wants is for you to stay the same forever. For me to say that, for me to say I'm ready to lock down with you means, nigga, you're it. It's perfection. What you have is what I want. Girls mess around and they'll get involved based on what a nigga may be. So it Mm -hmm. ends up being that guys want girls to stay the same. And girls innately want a nigga to change. And that's where we start having problems. Like, girls would be like, real quick, I'm not trying to change him. I'm trying to upgrade. I'm trying to help. To help a nigga, you have to change him. He may like being a nigga that worked like his manager at McDonald's. That may be what that nigga wants to be in life. Mm-hmm. That may be it. You know what I mean? And the real of it is, if you're not ready to sign on for that, that just might not be the nigga for you. Okay, so can I can I give you a give you more specifics? Yeah, absolutely. I always end up with cheating ass niggas. Like I and I ain't gonna lie, I definitely know I I'm a sucker for fuckboys. I don't know why I attract them, but I but I do. <laughs> I mean, and, <laughs> like I'm just being why kill like, all you. Huh? Like they, I mean, I, I definitely, I definitely have, I always find myself in situations, even when it's like not as obvious, I'll f- figure out like, wait, he's the fuck boy too? Wait, huh? Like, it'll be like some nigga that's fucking mad bitches on low instead of it being, so I always end up, so can you talk to that? Are they just not good at hiding it? Because maybe that's the. <clears throat> I don't even think, I think, I think just like anything else, Nick, you got to sit. You got to lay the law down in the beginning. Yeah. Period. That, that, that there are certain law. things that I'm going to deal with and certain things that I'm not going to deal with. And the reality of it is, 
a nigga gonna get away with as much as you let him get away with. Facts. Mm-hmm. So, and like, I, I used to have this conversation with uh, my little sister all the time. And that's, you can't scream that that nigga's changing because he's not. When you started this relationship and you was all about that, it's nothing serious and it's whatever. Right. Now you want to take the shit to the next level, but you never asked him. You never asked him. That nigga, it was very happy messing around with everybody in the world and you being cool with it. So now that you ready to lock him down, maybe he ain't ready to lock it down. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, niggas need, everybody needs to be on the same page. Right. Like I think relationships, there's only one basic rule. It's got to make sense to the two motherfuckers in the relationship. Right. If I'm trying to be with you because it's fun and you trying to be with me because you in love or I'm trying to be with you because you because I'm in love and you trying to have some fun. That shit ain't never going to make no sense. Mm-hmm. But if I'm trying to have fun and you trying to have fun, right. nigga, we made for each other. Yeah, we did. Yeah, or if I'm in love and you in love, we made for each other. Right. You know what I mean? I, I think it's I think people mm-hmm. relationships make more sense to me than music ever. Had. Wow. Ever. Yeah. Wow. Like, like I think people. You, they make this shit way too complicated. It's not relationships are not complicated. I think relationships are not supposed to be. I'm not saying it's in. easy. I just think I'm it's too many options now. Everybody has access. Huh? There's so many options now. Everyone, there's so oh, much yeah. more access. I think like people are distracted from the concept of a relationship because there's always another girl or always another guy, somebody in your DM, whatever it is. You know? that, that's that's the biggest facade right. though, because right. hey man, behind the scenes, behind all the filters, the the the, the face tune and all that is real, bro. I, you know, I was married for what uh, seventeen years, like nigga, it's it's work. It ain't. The what what every everybody want that quick fix of the first love when you court yep. somebody, but after that's gone, then people want to run. But that's when it's really real, you know. what I'm saying it's just so it's not many options because so many people like you have home home girls or home dudes, and they'll be talking about somebody that you may see on Instagram that look a certain way, how they live, their house is dirty, and you know what I'm saying you just never really know it till you get to that place. Right. And so it's just a facade to, to be yes. from what the real. I thank God at least for being when I was, you know, married or whatever or having the relationship I did, we started from the bottom. We saw roaches, we saw mm-hmm. mice in the house, we saw everything. So I knew when I started to make it, she wasn't with me for that. I at least knew that. You know what I'm saying? Because nowadays That's you don't really know. You gotta assume what? people want you for something. Uh yeah, it, it kind of did because she was in a she was kind of in a relationship when I met her. Oh wow! And I was telling her to 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 kind of see what was to see what was there with the other dude, even though I knew she should be with me. I was still like, yo, like you should just try to see what's up with him and see if you know what I mean if, if there's something really there. If you feel like something is there, so she went in and checked and nothing was there, and she came back and we ended up making it happen but the thing is, is I, I agree to I agree with with JQ on a lot of the points but I think it's like yeah we start we we did start out as friends but the things that 
even some things that that were deal breakers, I was willing to look past because of the person she was. I don't agree because with that. As, because because as time because as time went on, those they 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 disappeared because she started to, she started to change, not only for herself but for me as well, and we both. Yeah, did I, that. I don't I don't personally I don't believe in changing on deal breakers. I believe. I, I also feel like I also that, feel like we're not clear on what deal breakers are. Right, like That's real deal breakers. I'm saying, I'm saying deal breakers are things that you need. I mean, things that you absolutely need. The reality is, like if, what? Let's give like two examples so that we kind of have an idea. Yeah, you Thank need you. someone who's going to be. 100 with you that's going to keep it completely real and honest whether that shit hurts your feelings or not mm-hmm. you need that so buddy that keeps ghosting if that communication is what you need there's no need to mess around there anymore because he's not filling that need so but what if one of the deal breakers is something that the person is able to like change change about themselves or like what if what if like Cause I've been in that situation where I might not have grown in that space within the relationship, but as I gotten older, like, you know, you look back on shit and be like, damn, I totally get what that, what, what that person meant. And if you then end up back in a relationship with that, that person, in and that's different moment, about you. Huh? In that moment, then my thought is someone can, someone can be for you and it not be the right time. Mm. And the reality of it is, Kobe Bryant, one of the best basketball players of all time. But that nigga didn't make it to the NBA until he had grown to be able to play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He didn't, he was not the best <clears throat> back, but, back then. But so the nigga didn't was, get drafted back then. But but our point, but the but the thing was was deal breakers. So if if someone you're saying you don't feel like someone can grow out of a deal breaker. No, I'm saying you don't <clears throat> get with, don't be you don't with them. put yourself in a relationship with anybody that had that that there's a deal breaker well the deal like, breakers the automatically person, should if the person grows out of it that's the time you get with the person i but think if the, the imp- deal breaker is there stay away but the deal the deal breaker the deal breaker to me also is not something that's that easily changeable either oh, like a, a personality like a, a habit Somebody's habit is not a deal breaker because that is something that with practice and consistency can change. Mm-hmm. A deal breaker is if I'm a Christian and I believe Jesus died for my sins, right. I'm not compatible with somebody that needs to pray five times a day and participate in Ramadan because they worship a completely different God than I do. Mm-hmm. That's a deal breaker mm-hmm. for me because that's mm-hmm. not something, right. that's I'm not something I can ask you. That's not something I can ask you to change. Also, right. At the end of the day, that's not something either that should be changeable necessarily. If that if somebody feels that strongly in their religion, it's not my it's not my exactly. purpose and my walk to make you change that. Another deal breaker is children. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't want children. Do not get into a relationship with somebody who doesn't want children and then right. try to change their mind. Yeah, right. right. Things right. like that to me register as deal breakers. A deal breaker to me is not somebody who sleeps with their socks on. That's not a deal breaker. You know no. what I'm saying? It's not. A deal but breaker saying, to me is something that fundamentally. If you're a female, it is. If you're a female, but I'm it is. Saying like, a deal like, like me, you need to get that paraffin on, them, on those heels and stop playing games. <laughs> and like Mick, like Mickey said, Mickey said her her idealist <clears throat> dude is like six one, right? 
So I'm saying if you found a dude that had nine out of the 10 things that were on your deal breakers list, but the nigga was five, nine, and you mess around and get with him. The problem that I have is what happens the day you're out chilling and you meet the dude that <laughs> has all the things. Dude, and it's six one. Ah, you're like, what's the problem? Now? <laughs> the problem that most people have in relationships is niggas want to be taken more than they want to be accepted. Wow. Niggas don't want to, they don't want to be to be seen and loved. They just don't want to be alone. Right. That's a bad place right. to operate. Right. I think. Mm. Damn, I felt that in the pit of my stomach. <laughs>why this shit don't be working for chicks is the same reason why people are just miserable in general they don't know how to stick to a goal if you stick mm. to a goal and you say i'm going to go have a house that has a backyard with a pool with a view and this is what i'm going to live in and this is what this is exactly what i want they end up miserable because they end up settling for an apartment or a little house over here da, da, da. and then they never it's just like it's just like people just be miserable because they didn't want to sit there and be patient and wait it out same shit in relationships it just be finding niggas that they feel like is te- a temporary fix to whatever problem they was in the middle of. Should be weird. Exactly. Because everybody is followers. Just look at the biggest app in the world. You literally have to click follow. Niggas is just followers. So it's actually well, it's actually a good time too because you can check. Like if you meet if I meet a girl that doesn't have an Instagram, she has like a way better chance of being my chick than a bitch with a million followers. Because one, I know every nigga in the world's in your DM. I could really look at your life. I feel like people are not like really trying to like put standards on anything. They're just gonna take whatever makes sense to the next. Like niggas are just followers. So like if they I feel like these chicks be watching like uh Sierra or whoever the fuck and be like, yo, like I want that. Like a chick told me the other day, what's her what's her what's her uh, girl's name? Russell Wilson. Yeah, she told me. Yo, Russell, how were you? Were you attracted to Russell before Sierra was with Russell? Mm. Like, I don't understand. Is that mm. your type? Yeah. Because Facts. what I'm trying to Facts. figure out is, you were just sitting here the other. Like, I know you, so it's just like I know that you want a nigga that got a thousand bottles getting popped in the club, <sighs> forty-five chains on. I know that you want a nigga with a certain type of car. I know what you're attracted to. So it's just like all out the blue, like you want to rustle, but like, is this nigga finna be too soft for you in a minute? Like, is this shit gonna last? Like, what do you really want? I, 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 chicks don't be knowing, they just be following the next chick. Like, I don't think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that chicks don't know what they want. I think, I think most women in general are afraid to ask for what they want because when they've set that boundary and they've set, they've set a very firm parameter, the guy that they like disappoints them. So then they feel like, all right, if I make the adjustment, if I compromise, if I switch it up, then he'll show up and follow. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we, we anticipate that the more that we give and we give, I know, but a lot of, but a lot of, but a lot of women settle because like, like JQ said, most of most women are still operating from from the perspective of not wanting to be alone versus really in proactive intentional pursuit of what they want (laughs) can i say like not making this a black thing but my experience is a black experience 
Like my grandma, if you were to come to her and talk to her about your relationship not working, she would be like, well, we gonna sit down and work this thing out because in this family, we don't do that, right? So I have a bunch of family who are all in marriages, some who are happy, some who aren't, some who worked it out, like my grandma said, and, and like, you know, whatever. And I think that like, I, at least for me, like I struggle with the concept because like, so my parents are high school sweethearts. They've been together since yeah. they were 16 and 16. They got married when they was 20, 21, and I was their first baby. So I watched them grow up. Like, I remember when my parents were my age. Like, and I've watched their relationship, and I've been a part of some of the worst parts of their relationship. Um, and now I'm watching them grow old together, and it's getting sweet, right? And I feel like, I feel like I think that a lot of women have the example of, well, you know, baby, I know he's doing this, but he's a good man. And it's like, mm-hmm. but he's I not, mean. but he's not though, grandma. But, and, but so auntie, our aunties and our grandmoms and our moms and our, and our sisters and our godmoms all stay with the nigga that our grandmama been saying, but he's a good man, honey, and you need to work that out. Mm-hmm. That's what we've been oh, trained. No, I think six has flipped Huh? Kiss you with a new nigga every month. What are you talking about? I'm not talking about LA. I'm not talking about in our bubble. I'm talking about real life. I'm talking about about Miami, Los Angeles, Atlanta, New York. That's the bubble. I'm not talking about the bubble. I'm talking about middle America. I'm talking about real shit. It's the most influential cities in the world. Look it up. Los Angeles, Miami, I feel what you're saying, Rockstar. All I'm saying is that we don't, everybody doesn't have these Hollywood ass in music industry right i think i think that only applies that only applies to, to our industry that only really applies to entertainment yeah. industry. which is which I is think, i mean entertainment industry and, and 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 literally idolizes and, and literally bases their life off of our lives everyone so, doesn't do that the masses everyone does do not that. do that my sister does not like live her life my sister is married with a baby they be following the rock trains and no, they everybody don't. kind of follows that's no, they I, don't. I don't know. That's not true. Mm. I know a lot. I, of, know. I know a lot of people. I know a lot because of the, because their 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 livelihood and their lifestyles are not tied to the perception of what the relationship looks no. like. So they're not seeking the same sort of perception that we seek. We not seek. We want. We want approval. We want approval. We post things for likes. Mm. We operate. We operate in the realm of of Instagram. Everybody regular degular. Hold on. Regular degular. We but regular regular people, like regular regular people with a thousand followers, less don't than a thousand followers, don't care about that shit. They don't care about that shit. They trying to follow the model to make their family happy, to impress their family. They not trying to impress the Kardashians that they don't know. No. They trying to impress the other regular regular niggas that that, that they that see on a daily girl, basis. Well, is that, yeah, go ahead. Speak to this, what else. This is this is specifically girl. speaking of what what Tiff said. What I would say to that is. Just because it's been done a certain way does not make it right. Mm. Right. Amen. You know what I mean? We have to understand <laughs> that it is it is on us now to break a lot of the generational curses mm-hmm. that have happened to our families. Like everybody, yeah, hypertension and obesity run in my family. No, bro. No, what nigga. runs in your family is your mom cooked the way your grandma so- used to cook. You eating all the same things she eat. That's why you look the way she looks. <laughs> that down Period. and go eat something else. Watch what you If you want to see your family change, 
nigga, be the change. Can I understand that your grandma is telling you what she believes? And I'm not saying that, you know, at any point in time, we, you know, just throw grandma's wisdom out the door. I mean, understand that grandma don't know. Yeah, I think I'm saying. I'm saying for me, I understand that I operate from a different place. Like, I believe that when it comes to relationships, nigga, you can have the storybook in. I believe that because I live that. I have been with my wife now, you know, between relationships and marriage now for like two fucking decades. And when she comes home, I am still giddy and running towards the door to see her before she makes it in. I know it's possible. So all of that, we got to, you know, compromise on things that, no, nigga, don't compromise. You want to know why people are unhappy? Because they compromise. And anybody that does investing, anybody that does real estate, anybody that does any of these things will tell you, if you follow what the masses are doing, you are fucking losing. Yep. Period. I have a, I have Stop a really, doing what I have everybody really... else is doing because every then there is no need, and this is just me. There's no need to take relationship advice from niggas that's unhappy. That's like asking a bum living under a bridge to help you with your fucking portfolio. That don't make sense. They don't know. They don't know. Yeah. So can I? Like, can, I you, can I ask? Can I ask a really me, urgent question? Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, I want to I want to ask an urgent question. Um, because I think I think with women, especially, especially black women, especially women of color, we get we get this part fucked up every time, right? Where do we draw the line with deciding to be a growth partner? Let's go. Hold on. Go. And not and not a rehab center. Because to be clear. <laughs> To be clear, I've I've a lot of a lot of my potential relationships have ended because I was very firm in saying I refuse to be a rehab center. I'm not a rehab center. So what do you mean by rehab center? What does that mean? Oh, niggas just keep niggas fall off the wagon. They um, they got their own toxic ways, and you just kind of try to stand beside them to because we know they are a rehab a rehab center a rehab center a rehab center is. Specifically speaking to not just not just toxic behaviors, not just like toxic tendencies, but investing and building up a man who, number one, may or may not know what he wants. Number two, is not secure enough to really state and and actively consistently pursue what he wants. Um, May I ask a question? And waste they waste time. Yes. In any other part of your life, would you follow someone that didn't know what they wanted? No. Then you don't always know. You don't always know what I'm because what I'm because sometimes the presentation is is great. Because sometimes there's a lot of guys out here. There's a lot of guys out here, Q, who have spent a a number of years working on their representative, and their representative sells a great fucking story. The problem is, I believe in all things, the answer is very simple. Pay attention. I I believe that. I believe if you pay attention, you learn everything. You 
The problem is, I think, in a lot of us, for us, we want it to be right. Okay. We want it to be the one. So we see that and we try to latch on to the belief that this could be it. But to me, you got to, you got to pay attention to the cycle. So then, so then what weighs more, words or actions? Actions. Words don't mean shit to me. But what if the words, but what if the words are very, very hollow and very empty? It and don't the actions, matter. It don't hold on. matter. So, so, but, so if they don't match and the words are hollow and the actions are substantial, that's what we should follow. Hmm. I think you follow actions. Period. Okay. Even I'm 28. What, what would you tell your 28 year old self? My 28 year old self. Um, Trust yourself the first time around. Woo! Ugh, okay. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait for it for something that 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 gave you that mm, that little that little head. Don't wait for the second time around. Trust it the first time around. Yeah, we just that's what I would. That's the advice. That's the advice I would give to you. Trust yourself. Thank for you. real. Trust yourself. Lesson learned. Love y'all. See you later. Me? Yeah, you. What's a piece of advice? Oh, no, I would have told I would have told my younger self uh, probably just to 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 stay focused on whatever path I was on. Because once I start, once you start veering and tapping into other people's thoughts and sticking to their code, and you get off yours, you always end up back at you anyway. So I would just say stick to you know your your own instincts because that's going to work for you. That might work for them, whatever they talk about, but whatever works for you is really the punchline. Damn, facts. That's a version of what Bridges yeah. too. Stick to the stick to your instincts. I'll go. Yeah. Self mastery. Yeah. Mine would. Be, I would. Oh, go, go ahead. Go to. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go to. I'm sorry. Mine would be. Don't wait for God to push you. If you wait. For God to push you to like make a decision, you know how like you know you need to do something or you need to you have that gut feeling that you need to change something. Like, don't wait for God to push you to do it because His hand is heavy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> for real, like in you know. So I would say to my younger self, like kind of to what rock was saying it's like listen to yourself like your gut you already know what you're doing you were you were brought here with the whole entire map you just didn't you just got to tap back inside to get to the next you know so yeah i would say don't wait for god to to make you make some choices because yeah. yeah if i had to give some advice to my younger self I would say, be okay with being different. Mm. Mm. Be okay with being different. Understand that if you want to be irreplaceable, nigga, you have to stand out. You have to be different. Right. Be odd. Being odd is fine, nigga. Being number one, one is an odd number. Be you. That's what I would tell myself. One is an odd number. Uh, Songwriters are like one is an odd number. Ooh, bar. <laughs> Songwriters ready to go. Dropping an album. Q, Q, what's yours? Uh, 
I had to tell my younger self anything, it probably would be uh, listen to the right people. But how do you know who was right? <laughs> God is that person. Oh, wow. Come on now. Um, because the thing is, is that you try to, if you're, if you're following certain people, or if you're behind certain people, and again, in the beginning, you try to take everybody's advice because you don't know, but if you just listen to God's voice and just let him direct you in the direction that you're supposed to go in, then everything will be fine. And, and if I would have, if I would have did that back then, I would have probably been way further than I am now. But by the grace of God, I still am further where I'm at. But um, I would have, yeah, I would have just, yeah, I would have just listened to the right, you know what I mean? Listen to the right person. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate all you. Am I the only one left? Yeah. yeah. You're the only one left, Mick. Uh, um, mine would be, I mean, this is kind of service level, but don't smoke weed and drink as much because <laughs> I mean, that's just real. Like I think that a lot of the decisions I made that were bad could have been avoided. Um, and I should have just chilled a bit and got to know myself better and mask whatever pain I was in with alcohol and, and weed and just learn to accept that pain and get through it. I did it now, but I'm good now. I'm responsible and shit now. But you know, I went through years of masking and self-medicating that I wish I had. Mm. So yeah. It's red.